When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gun Maverick is over, but we're just getting started here on Post Show Recaps Theater with our new series, The Daily Oscar. My name is Grace. I'm here with my co-host, of course, my 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 wingman, Ariel. Ariel, how are you doing? Talk to me, Grace. Uh, I'm doing really well. I'm excited to be here to discuss the movie that I saw the most in 2023. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, we are not alone, of course, bringing on guests as often as we can on this series. We are joined by a good friend, our our dark companion. Uh, it's DM Philly. Philly, how you doing? I am so good. I am on your six team leader. That's right. That's right. Um, I do I do want to see if I can find... Uh, I'm a little disappointed that I, I don't remember our call signs that Troy gave us when Troy. Oh, I think uh, I was sunshine. You were sunshine. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember yours because I'm a deeply narcissistic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I know I'm a sunshine. 
yeah yeah i don't yeah i'd have to to look back i know he sent them to us afterwards he sent the pictures but i i can't find them but that's okay yeah, they exist somewhere those screenshots yeah so we're gonna get into top gun maverick one of the most successful box office movies of 2022 uh uh if you uh, missed uh Aaron and i chatting with troy about this movie make sure you're subscribed to posturecaps.com slash movies because you can check it out in the archives writing and reviews are much appreciated you won't miss any of our regular movie coverage we covered creed three earlier this week and we'll be covering scream six um as well as all of our daily oscar movies but yeah rich uh, Aaron and i have chatted for top gun maverick about like an hour and a half so uh let's hear your thoughts on top gun maverick my thoughts on top gun maverick uh i am very much a product of the 80s and i grew up with top gun as big as it could ever be was the coolest thing in the world um just talking even to some of my friends when top gun maverick came out earlier this year and the 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 deal was back in the day like there was nothing cooler than that technology you had the space shuttle and then you had fighter jets right and Mm -hmm. as a little boy it just was so kind of intoxicating to get swept up in all of that energy right i love me uh some Val Kilmer, you gotta love the Iceman. So I had not seen Top Gun Maverick in theaters. I will add that asterisk, which may just completely invalidate all of my takes. I know I did movies wrong here, but that being said, sitting here watching it in my living room on my widescreen with the surround sound, it was fun. It was really big and loud, and uh, it evoked all these feelings of like returning to the 80s. I thought it was like, you know, self-referential in a way that that was organic and felt complete, right? I sat here and watched the double back-to-back features of Top Gun into Top Gun Maverick, and I enjoyed it. That said, the overhyping is real, you guys. I was not as Uh blown away, taken, intoxicated, and madly in love as I think the rest of the world is with Top Gun Maverick. I really enjoyed it, but I also was like, that was pretty basic. That's a pretty straightforward movie, I think. Ariel, do you have, would you like to yell at Rich? Please. <laughs> I will yell at no one today. I'm full of love. I'm uh-huh. full of love for this movie and for uh-huh. this experience. People have the experience that they, uh, that they choose or want to have with movies. I loved it. And part of the reason that I went to see it in theater so many times was because, to Rich's point a little bit, the experience of seeing it. It wasn't mm-hmm. so much, I need to see this again. It's more so I need to experience this again. If you understand like the very subtle distinction, it was just so big, so loud, so much movie and like way, 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 way more emotional than I thought it would be. I cried a lot. I kind of had this rule that if a movie makes me cry and I continue to see it, I'm going to stop seeing it once it doesn't make me cry. And uh, I just kept going. (laughs) I just kept seeing the movie. And, you know, that's to its credit, because as much as it's like, a blockbuster action-packed incredible set pieces it really has an emotional core and uh that works alongside the incredible score partly by Hans Zimmer that like really really elevates it for me Mm -hmm. I think that for me uh and you're forgetting the Lady Gaga song at the end no I'm not forgetting it oh um (laughs) so I totally forgot it for for me, I think that uh, somebody I can't I can't remember which pod I think it was maybe it was Chantel when she was like yeah and all these movies are like two hours plus I'm like that is true I did the Top Gun Ever comes in at like two ten uh, and that's like with credits and so I actually think that like when I went to go rewatch it I'd only watched it once in theaters and I hadn't revisited it yet and so I did last night and I, I don't know like I 
I thought, like, I was worried, Rich, about, like, th- did I overhype it too much? Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm, like, sitting in my living room instead of being in, like, the massive, you know, theater. Um, and I don't know. I think that there's something about this movie, and I said this to you in pre-pro, my favorite word, mm-hmm. uh, Rich, which was that uh, the movie knows exactly what it is in terms of being a complete popcorn flick that is going to tell you everything you need to know many, many times. Like we are like super exposition heavy. Um, I feel like the way that they play on um, like uh, uh, on the Top Gun lore even is like everything is like shown like flashbacks, right? Like, um, you know, the Great Balls of Fire scene when when Rooster first uh, plays Great Balls of Fire on the piano, like we completely flashback to, to Maverick. Uh, and Goose singing it uh, with with Little Rooster on the piano. Like, everything is so, like, expressly told uh, in this movie. And, like, I feel like there's a world where, like, I would hate that. And yet I think that, like, you know, that we joke about Tom Cruise saving cinema because this is, like, the first big blockbuster post uh, uh, in, in this sort of, like, um, post-COVID uh, restrictions world is what I'll, what I'll say. And, and Steven Spielberg hugs him and says, like, you save cinema, you know. There's a way that this is just, like, the perfectly, for me, in my estimation, the perfectly executed blockbuster. I, I think, like, in terms of whether it can win Best Picture, I, I don't think it, it it will. I think that it does have a better chance than many other movies to to win. I think it could sort of surprise people. I don't, I, I think to, like, the point of view, when I was saying, like, Rich, like, this, I think you have a hot take that like you liked it, but it wasn't like you weren't blown away by it. I think a lot of people have been blown away by it in a way that like, I think to your point, Ariel, like preferential balloting, I think it like has a pretty good shot of being fairly high up on like, like, I don't think it's like, you know, even maybe in the bottom half of a lot of people's ballots, but I don't know. I just think from like the way it's executed in terms of being a complete popcorn flick, I think it's like, is really well done. I think where it's like getting um, it's credit and the Oscar nom, you know? I do think there is something to that. And I just want to couch some of my statements. I, I don't mean to come in too tepid. I think like oh, the Jennifer yeah. Connelly casting was actually like delightful because it firmly roots it in the eighties in a way that I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, even though she wasn't there in the original, it so brings yeah. you back. And they even have the cheeky little, they're like playing David Bowie on the jukebox where we meet yeah. her in the bar, yeah. which I'm like, this is kind of um, delightful. And the way that it does know exactly what it is and execute on that, it very much pulled me back to that action movie of the 80s energy and i think to that degree it really is um kind of flawless in its execution that being said i guess having seen you know a film like gravity really shattered me visually where i was watching this like this is like nothing i've ever seen before and i might have inadvertently diminished my own experience by watching top gun one right into maverick but i was like okay this is incredible it really is awesome cinematography and not for nothing but you know miles teller tom cruise these are quite good performers these guys were very good i did cry ariel i got very emotional yes but I Rich cry is human at, confirmed i cry yeah. at dog food commercials too so you can't <laughs> trust me I'm a, I'm a real soft touch you know um yeah i think the performances in this movie are also really good and also like uh i mean there is some funny you know in terms of the exposition heavy rich you're talking about the scene where all of the new characters meet each other in the or like oh meet yeah each other they all know each other and so which is a very smart choice because then they kind of be like oh hey, hey it's you hangman hey it's you rooster hey it's mm-hmm. you you know the colonel or whatever you know uh rich i did if you just want i did find it's not the same one that uh, troy used because it looks like that might now be an app but it did let me uh, uh generate some call signs if, if i just maybe i'll just pick three and you can pick uh uh which one you want so i mean 
I can't believe this is the first one that came up, but the wizard is the first one. Oh my god, do we need to even go further? Well, just stop it right stop. there. All right, the we'll just stop it. We'll just yeah, stop I'm it. crashing the ship right under the deck of the aircraft yeah. carrier right here. Right, that's and it. I, and I did find my messages. I believe I was hard one, which is pr- no hard shell. Sorry, which oh, is right. pretty funny uh, because uh, I am a uh, on on uh, Dragonfly, the show I play with Rich D and D in space. I play a turtle loving. Uh, um, a cleric, so being hard shell, I thought was fairly appropriate. And yeah, Arrow, you were sunshine. So see, sunshine, I'm... hard shell, and wizard. Here we are. Look at us. We're yeah. so we're so good. Yeah. Um, and you know, one thing I wanted to bring up because I don't think I'm trying to make points that I didn't make on the original podcast mm-hmm. where you and I talked about it, Grace. Uh, the you know you mentioned Scream Six, and this you know that obviously is coming on the heels of Scream. 2022 in parentheses which is really scream five but it's not called yeah. called scream five but the reason i bring it up is because they they go into a whole explanation of what a requel is in that movie yeah. one of the characters and it's like it's a sequel but it's also a reboot and this movie in a lot of ways is that and it's to your point about how highly executed all of these different parts are and a little bit to what i was saying before it has to thread that needle and the only reason it is as good as it is is because it does every single thing right it's it's bringing the story of maverick into this new universe it's giving us context for what he's been up to it's introducing all these new characters but all those new characters know each other and they have history themselves even though they're new to us and they're like the new class but the old class is still important and like I said, the music is incredible. The emotional beats. It's like they put in like uh, this thing with like the the chat GPT bots and the Bing bot and whatever. Mm-hmm. And these things like they'll come up with ideas, those bots, and they're like almost perfect. They're not quite perfect. This is a movie that like seems to have been created by one of those bots 50 years like down the line because it is absolute perfection in every way that it checks the boxes. And I think you could certainly argue if you want that that makes it a little bit um artificial or you know not quite uh you know a great movie or or for the purposes of our conversation a movie that deserves to win the oscar Mm -hmm. but i just think it is for sure a feat of filmmaking like it's there's no way that i ever thought i would care half as much about this movie as i ended up caring and it's it's kind of a miracle frankly yeah, I, I do think there's something about that that resonates with me, Ariel. Like, I cared way more about Maverick by the end of this than I ever did about him after the first pass, right? I was really invested uh, in all of their journeys to that extent. And to your point, Grace, about the runtime, I was really impressed as as it was kind of wrapping up. I'm like, my gosh, we have covered an incredible amount of ground in two hours, right? Um, they're mostly really, off the ground, actually. I know. Yeah. That's actually a really yeah. good, <laughs> yeah, They're going so fast that they covered a lot. They cover a lot. That's true. They cover with the plugs, well, the, yeah. uh, uh, Maverick is literally the fastest man in the world at one point. <laughs> I know. It's fantastic. Uh, I just was struck by, uh, again, the execution, right? Within a two-hour window to be able to kind of run that gambit was impressive. I do think it's uh, quite a good film, right? It just didn't uh, scratch all my itches the way that I kind of hoped it would going in necessarily. Um, I'm going to ask a question that I know, uh, Errol, earlier you said you wouldn't get angry. But um, did Paul Mescal steal uh, 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 a lead actor uh, nomination from the the one and only Tom Cruise? As far as I'm concerned, he stole it from Glenn Powell, who I don't okay. know necessarily would have uh, – you know, submitted himself or through his agents, whatever representation submitted himself for lead actor versus supporting actor. Well, you but, know, Glenn Powell applied for, he wanted, he was, he auditioned for uh, rooster. Yeah. 
uh, and got uh, they were like, ah, I don't know if you're a rooster. I think we're going to go with Miles Teller, but you can be Hangman. And he's so yeah. perfect for Tom Hangman. Cruise specifically convinced him that he yeah. should play Hangman. That's right. And just added on the list of good things Tom Cruise did. But also, you know, we always kind of gloss over the semi-problematic things. That he's <laughs> OK, I was going to say I was going to make this point that I that the one thing that also I think about Top Gun Maverick is that I like you know, someone's going to correct me, but like, do you, it feels like we don't have many of these movies anymore where like, I, I just, it does feel so eighties and nineties for like Maverick to like, he has two evil bosses in this movie cast yes. perfectly by Ed Harris and John Hamm. But like, they're like, you know, so mad at him and yet he's too good to be fired. Right. Like he's too yeah. good. He's like going to be a teacher. And, and like, <laughs> you know, this type of character who's just like, He's so cool. He's so good. He's so smooth, whatever. And that he can like buck authority in a way. Well, also like, yeah, it is Tom Cruise who like, yeah, definitely uh, is in Scientology, has has some like questionable stuff, you know, also like in the military, like Top Gun, the first Top Gun is like very like, you know, pro Navy, you know, it's like super like, you know. Oh, it's hardcore military industrial complex. Yeah. And this was the propaganda machine that the children of the 80s grew up on, Grace, like Cold War, big time. Yeah. Right. So actually, I had not watched the first Top Gun. I went to go see up before I went to see Top Gun Maverick. And I was like. I don't think this is that. I like. I was full. Like, I'm in your shoes, Rich. I'm like, this I know. is way overhyped. Like, you know, sure, there's a volleyball scene, but like, I don't know. And then I go and see Top Gun Maverick, and so I feel like I had such low expectations for the movie that then when I went to go see it, it like completely exceeded them. Um, so I feel like we're just like you know, uh, in the opposite corners. But but I just feel like there is this like you know the 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 cool guy who like you know, uh, Bucks Authority is a thing that like almost like I feel like in our culture, like is just not, you know, we want different stories. I think now, and rightly so, like this is the kind of story that has been told a lot. And like, to the point of the movie, like I do, there's so many interesting things about the way that like, it doesn't, it doesn't really buck like tropes or expectations of the movie. Like the movie basically like tells you what it's going to do. Then like, obviously, you know, that like they're going to be able to do most of it, except for the thing, like something will go wrong. And then you get this whole emotional thing at the end about like all the lessons they had learned about how to complete the mission play into how they ultimately all save each other. It's like, it's really well done, but I don't think it's like completely revolutionary into the, in terms of the type of story it's telling. And yet somehow it, I don't know, it, it, you know, it was the second most successful film of 2022 at the box office. Yeah, Yeah, uh, it's impressive. I really I love the the note that you're talking about because you're like noting like the lethal weapon trajectory right? right? of so many of the action heroes of the the late 80s, early 90s filled exactly that role of I am an an official. I am a police officer and I don't quite follow the rules, but I'm too good at my job for them to do anything. And closest we got was plane. This it was plane last year. If you watch plane, it's like it's not as good as Top Gun Maverick, but it's the closest we've gotten to like that, like action movie vibe in a long time, I guess. yeah, yeah. I did love, uh, you know, when he goes back and runs the test to show them, look, we can all do it. And I was like, yeah. this is so obvious. Like, he really only has one go-to move here, which is to, like, you know, unauthorized steal the plane, fly the plane without authorization. That's the go-to default, right? And the casting of John Hamm was absolutely delightful Very as good. a kind of like mirror to Tom Cruise. Of I just, I, I know, uh, you know, Grace, we've talked about it in pre-production, our pre-pro meetings. Pre-pro meetings. Yeah. I have recently rewatched all Mad Men uh, within like the last week I finished all seven seasons and and I'm just so high on it generally as a uh, a product in the medium of like film and television 
television. John Hamm is so kind of exceptional, but he serves as this mirror of uh, like the dashing, handsome leading man that, that Tom Cruise is, but older and a little more like wizened, like that conflict. And my God, what a fun role it must have been for John Hamm to play to just like dress down Tom Cruise for three months. Like uh, delightful. It really was fun to hit on those same kind of tropes. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's dive into our memorable moments. And Arrow, you pick a moment pretty much in the beginning of the film. I did forget that there is like uh, some stuff very early on. That's it's literally just like it's the it's the old music and just like stuff like planes flying and people yeah. you know, getting separated. But uh, what moment did uh, what moment did you pick? Yeah, we got that great uh, credits rolling at the beginning, which right. to both of y'all's points, it's very eighties uh, nineties. Star Star Control, you're cleared for takeoff. All right, sweetheart. One last ride. Star, you are cleared above six zero zero. Increase the Mach three point five. 
Cleared above 600, increased to about 3.5. Admiral, uh, just in time, sir. I'm early. So are you. You care to explain? Transitioning to scramjet. Uh, Mav, Admiral Kane is asking... Ordering. Ordering that we bring her down. This is where we've had trouble with comms, sir. It's the Earth's curvature. It's called Earth bulge. Did anyone offer you a coffee? Okay. Is that Mach 7 pushing 8? Flight data? Receiving? Data is good. Temperature's climbing. Response is still stable. We're feeling good. Mach 8.8. 8.9. Mach 9. He's the fastest man alive. Sonic. Windshield hot caution. Surface temp rising. I picked a piece of what is essentially the movie's cold open, and we get a lot of information as to what Maverick has been up to. I think it's really smart to start it there as opposed to just a little later on because you're kind of like, why in all this time, what has this man that that will continue to be so well respected across this movie been up to? We have to like be as high on him in a sense as other characters in this movie. So I called out this moment because... It's for my money, like a little underreported. It's an amazing Hans Zimmer score moment. It's an amazing visual moment. And it just culminates in some incredible emotions. We get the people in the control room 
like you literally see in their faces how proud they are of this man. And like we hear him say earlier, a little bit before this, like, I know what will happen to everyone else if I don't do this. So like they're immediately on his side. It's so in, it's it works. It's like Stop so, that in your feels, Pentagon budget. Man, it feels so manipulative, yeah. but like it's yeah. so it just works so well. And, you know, uh, it, we get this, these beautiful shots from above. Like, it's almost like the camera is in space so and we're watching good. the plane. And even though it's, like, mostly digital, it just works and looks good. And it's this rousing emotion that you feel again because of the score. And then for him to say, talk to me, Goose. Like, it's almost like he's chasing. You understand that in a way, you know, he is chasing these highs and, like, these extremes uh, of not just human experience, but, like, you know, uh parts of the world uh stratosphere above the earth like to get closer to heaven to get closer to his friend that he lost that he thinks about all the time that we see in a picture like at the very very beginning of the movie and it's just it works i'm crying already at this point there were moments where i saw this where i went to see this movie after i seen it the first time and i'm already crying listening to that music at in this part with where the the plane is going Mach 10 it's it's an incredible moment and i just wanted to call it out because i think everywhere else in the movie you can pick another moment that feels obvious and this one to me felt a little less obvious the moment that like Ed Harris shows up because he's he's actually well they say he's not here yet and it's like uh, we start he's like I'm early actually but the moment when he gets out of his car and then the plane flies over him is so good and that's awesome also, the roof also, of yeah. that little shed like rips yes. off he's so pissed the whole buzzing of the tower is really good yeah that and the moment when the plane crashes and he heads to the nearest town and he looks ragged and he drinks the water and he goes where am I and the little kid looks up and goes earth it's so cute it's so good i love it i love it it cracked uh, me up yeah it was uh it was a total vibe yeah rich what do you make of the opening sort of like uh, you know for me it's very much in the vein of like you know we gotta we gotta catch up with what maverick is doing this is what he's doing he's like you know still a captain but he's like still of course bending the rules and it's very much for me this is like show don't tell and they show it right like with like this this incredibly beautiful like it's a stunning scene well also like emotional like happening like talk to me goose as he's like in space you know i really did i dig it i i appreciated the opening because there was part of me that i was like oh are we opening on miles teller is this going to be like the refocus on the new character and i think that that would have been a choice that they could have made and it really was good that they didn't to bring us right back in and like hook us back up to those kind of emotional through lines to ariel's point that you get this like opening sequence the music the montage into the plane into like he's literally chasing ghosts right and that whole notion of him like reaching for heaven and all of it the 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 weight of like goose over his shoulder um, carries well. The Ed Harris beat is like very, very fun. And again, like just as a kid that like when I was a little kid in the eighties, there was no cooler toy to me than the GI Joe, you know, mm -hmm. all of like this stuff to play with the toys, the like action figures, the like sick planes. Uh, it's, it's uh, every, I think like little kids uh, excitement gets roused when you touch on that stuff. So strong open for sure. I can't go. What do you mean you can't go? Test tomorrow, I have to study. They only told us today. Well, I can't sail her alone. Just use the engine. Why are we taking her to the yard? To, to fix, fix the, the engine. engine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can help. No rougher than I was expecting! You don't say! Pull on the box, then! Depower the sails! Okay! What does that mean? You're supposed to be in the Navy! I don't sail boats, Penny. 
I land on them. It's sort of like raising the flaps on an airplane. So how do I do that? You pull on that green line up there. Green line. All right. Uh, Rich, you want to talk us through your scene? Yeah, I think I was also looking for a very not obvious scene, right? In a film that's like so much about uh, the heavens and these planes and the technology and all of it, uh, I really was like smitten by this inclusion of Jennifer Connelly and the kind of like romantic through line that really could have felt uh, a little like tepid and overused to me. But the scene where they are sailing on the boat, Grace, it struck me as one of the most kind of resonant and powerful scenes that I'm going to take away from this film and that will stay with me. And it's not even so much like the content the like verbal communication between the two of them in the moment, but rather the taking Maverick down from the heavens and taking this guy that is so kind of implacably awesome at everything he does. He is this master of his craft. He is never really meaningfully challenged by any of these new recruits, which quite frankly, I really appreciated as a narrative choice, right? There's a world where like hangman is like really coming for him. And that becomes more of a conflict than it did. And I appreciated that we didn't fixate on that. But putting them in that boat and grounding him out where he now has no clue what he's doing and he needs to like kind of be the student for a moment. And then again, I think you can't like divorce yourself from the fact that we're watching Tom Cruise in a big Tom Cruise movie. Right. And he does all his stunts and we know all of these dynamics. There's all this mythology that exists like well outside Top Gun that is attached to him as a performer, as an actor, as a Scientologist. Uh, But putting Mm -hmm. them in that boat to me was more terrifying than anything that they did in any of those ships. Like it felt dangerous and scary and powerful and kinetic and like the afterburners as she throws up the second sail. I was like, this is absolutely dope. Like I did not expect to see this in Top Gun Maverick, but this is like visually stunning and like overwhelming me. I could feel the wind. I could like taste the salt. This is a really well shot scene. Yeah, there's um, there's also just the you know a little bit of the um, Tom Cruise getting to do cool stuff and wanting to like yeah, do his own thing, sure. which is like uh, no, I love it. I, like you know, he's out here doing all of his own stunts, and, and the fact that this is all just like you know real, I assume, uh, is really good. Yeah, him being sort of out of his element. She's like, "You're in the Navy," and he's like, "I don't, I don't, uh, I don't drive boats. I like, I land on them." I thought it was just like he's so cool, even when he's not being his like arguably least cool Ariel. Yeah, and and to that exact point, once she once the quote unquote the lesson is over and they put the sail, she's like, now you're in the navy. Like she yeah. was able to school him in a way that's still sweet and you know loving and poking fun at him, and obviously the the Tom Cruise of it all. And it just feels, I think it's worth mentioning that she's a woman that's teaching him something. Yeah, and, you know, his a little bit like feels like his his equal. Uh, at least in, in this particular sense. And I agree, it's incredible visuals, Rich. Uh, no less incredible, the walking Ralph Lauren catalog that is Jennifer Connelly's character in this movie. It's very impressive. She was born to do it, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and the, the and it also feels like there's another layer to it for me of like, they wanted to do a different unexpected somewhat action-y set piece on this Mm -hmm. boat that, you know, was going to feel different and was going to give them a little bit of a different beat uh, instead of just bringing the, you know, that very uh, stereotypical, let's bring the the female love interest up into the plane and, like, scare her. This is way, way cooler, way more effective. 
And I love the big, like, uh, 80s callback, too. Then it's a real, like, little stinger where he rides her home on the motorcycle afterwards. And, like, yeah. not a helmet to be seen, my friends, you know? <laughs> and I, I really, like, I love that little beat of, like, yeah, go 80s. Go 80s. Uh, it's very much in the vein of uh, us uh, uh, in terms of talking about when people smoke Ariel to be like, he does look very cool without a helmet. It's not safe, right. but he does it's, look way it's cooler. It's not safe. Do not recommend yeah. it, yeah. but it looks very cool. <laughs> um, I love, I love, you know, that's the scene. Uh, okay. Also her outfit is amazing. The like black cable knit sweater and the white pants. She looks amazing. Um, when she gets off the bike and she's like walking back, she, she says, don't give me that look. And he says, what look? And she says that one. And she's not looking at him. Um, mm. is so good. And then she like closes the door. She leans back and she's like, Oh my God, I'm going to get like involved with like But to your I, point, she doesn't let her non cool face be seen by him, which is, which true. is what makes, which is what maintains her coolness. Uh, there's something, I think that just like the chemistry between them, it's like, it's like, it's almost like, you know, they, they do the boat together. He drives her like this, this one scene. I'm like, Oh yeah, I definitely like want them to hook up. <laughs> like, she like, gives as wild. good as she gets to the point yeah. that Aaron made, right? She's like such a partner to him. She's an equal. Right. And then she like, like gives him this hell right out of the gate from the second that he shows up that I was really, while I, I felt like, okay, this could be really forced. That relationship worked for me and I, I appreciated that. Dagger to his head. Dagger to his head. Dagger two, come in. Dagger two, do you copy? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. You all right? What the hell? What are you doing here? What am I doing you here? You I took that missile so you could be down here with me. You should be back on the carrier by now. I saved your life. I saved your life. That's the whole point. What the hell were you even thinking? You told me not to think. All right. I am picking the scene where um, they have crashed. Uh, a Maverick has crashed and... Um, uh, Rooster comes, saves him, and it's the scene when uh, Maverick is rushing towards him only to shove him down. Um, and just what I like about this is like, as I said earlier, the exhibition of this film, like this is what we need to do. They do do the thing and then it's like, okay, but they talk a lot about like getting in a dog fight and all of this stuff and this moment where um, you know, they, they use all the lessons that they learned from earlier about like having each other's back. Like, don't, don't, um, don't think just do right. Uh, it's like, you know, they're talking about how they each saved each other's lives and trying to be like, things like I saved your life is no, I saved your life. So you don't have to come back and get me. You know, it's so good. Um, the way that the movie like takes all the lessons from the first half of the movie to then apply them when they're like out of the plan, essentially, I think is just like, is so good. Um, they do that with, with hangman, I think really effectively as well. When hangman comes back, uh, uh, to save them, uh, it's all just, it's just really good. Uh, and, and that's, I don't think there was a bigger laugh in the movie than when Maverick is like running towards rooster. And you think that like, he's going to hug him and he just jumps him on the ground. It's so good, Ariel. It's great. And then the laugh, very, very hearty laugh. Also when he's like, uh, 
what were you thinking? And he's like, you told me not to think. Yeah. And he's like, well, I can't argue with that logic. Yeah. Uh, it's just very funny. This part is is another like little miracle for me. This like tacked on, you know, they could have just killed Maverick. Like I'm sure yes. there was a conversation. Okay, I thought that they were going to kill Maverick. Yeah, it seemed it seemed inevitable. Maverick says at the beginning of the movie, no, someone's not coming back from this. He doesn't want to send uh, Goose's son, Rooster, because he doesn't want to kill another person in that bloodline. Like, it's Oh, we didn't talk about this, but the scene, the scene with Val Kilmer with Iceman. Yeah. yeah Iceman yeah. can't talk and he's like, I don't want to send him. And like, if I send him, I'm killing him. And if I don't send him, he'll hate me for the rest he'll of my life. He'll never forgive me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But this, you know, th this whole last sequence feels like they, it feels like a sequel almost to the movie. Like it's like another, yeah. it's like a, what is it? Like an epilogue. Yeah. And it's, again, it's a miracle that it works. It's the charm of Maverick and Rooster together. Finally, like, being a team and Brewster kind of just falling in line and being like, okay, I'm in a very difficult situation now and I may die if I don't listen to this person who I trust now. So like, and then the way they escape and everything, it just feels like uh, a miracle, not just plot wise, but a miracle that the scene, that these scenes even work and emotionally resonate and don't feel like, uh, like too much or like they're ruining everything that came before, or they're kind of removing the, the high stakes that the movie has um, very successfully, uh, you know, doled out throughout the the entire first like you know hour and a half. That was kind of the first thing I said to Grace after watching this aerial. I was like, I really love the scene at the end. I really love that they end up doing this whole bit on the ground and they have to steal the plane and we get back in the F-14. That F-14 was like the coolest thing in the world in the early 80s with mm -hmm. the extending wings. And it could have felt very like Donkey's tail pinned on at the end, but it didn't. It was like this organic part of it that I thought uh, brought the whole thing up. The casting of Miles Teller is a, is a really good pull because you need somebody that can hold up with Tom Cruise. And I think the pair of them, again, like these kind of mirrors to Tom Cruise, like a younger version of that handsome, dashing leader, man, leading man that that really stood toe to toe with him. that uh, it just struck me. Uh, I did. I love that whole end. There's a scene when uh, when Hangman figures out that uh, Rooster is Goose's uh, kid, like the, the, that Goose was a pilot. And he's like, that look familiar to you? It, like points to the thing. And I'm like. I mean, they look alike-ish. They they're not, you know, like, it's just like a little bit of the, like, yeah, you have to buy into that, like, these people are siblings, you know, uh, or like uh, father and son. And then he's like, yeah, look at that there. And they point down, and it says Bradshaw. <laughs> like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like his name is on the, is on the, uh, like, who's in this picture. Uh, I thought it was really funny. But, um, okay, let's uh, pivot to If It Won. Uh, Rich, I might start with you. If on Sunday, March 12th, the last award that's given out, it goes to Top Gun Maverick, how are you feeling about Top Gun Maverick being the best picture from 2022? Gosh, so I have not seen a lot of the other best pictures this year. I'm a yeah. little bit blind on movies recently. That being said, like, I would be kind of shocked. I have my own issues with the Oscars, but I, I could see it, right, to the point that you both have talked about. And obviously, it's been such a... Uh, a conversation point in the wider discourse of the last year that this was like a huge moment in film, right? The film industry struggling as it is. And for this movie to like put butts in seats was a big deal. I do think we talked about the way that it executed on all of these ideas that it had. And, and just to circle back to the Val Kilmer bit, I didn't want to spend too much uh -huh. time on it. Cause like, honestly, I don't want to get hung up and too emotional, but it was like, 
really hard for me to watch that uh it, yeah. it like hit me like a freight train of like you talk about crying um i would be surprised if it won but then again uh it doesn't get more mainstream than this and that feels very oscars to me so i guess that clocks i actually think to its advantage to its advantage Arrow, there's a movie that actually made more money at the box office but is not as critically acclaimed and so i feel like in this is avatar the way of water and so i feel like actually gives top gun maverick this like very weird niche where it's like it's actually like it's kind of like not the box office movie of the, like that's that's avatar like it made two billion dollars and so like it's sort of like you know if it i don't think it will win but if it wins i also think the other thing is that like for a long time people have been like why don't the Oscars give the best picture to a movie that everybody watches? Yeah. And so this is definitely that movie. Like a lot of people saw this movie. And so like, I feel, and this is why they expanded the voting to the nominees to 10 was to get movies like this. in. I actually think if it's only five movies, I still think Top Gun Maverick is in the top five. So Ooh. like, I think it, I think it, you know, I don't think it will win, but if I still put it in the movies that I think have a chance to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think I would put, this sounds lame, but like, no, while I have talked about some of the movies that I would be surprised if they won, like nothing would truly surprise me. The thing, sometimes I, th I feel like the thing that feels most Oscar is like the WTF moment sometimes. Yeah. Uh, just as much as like the expected or the I already won seven times, please continue to nominate me. Um, but for sure, I think I would also be very surprised. I... I can't lie and say that I won't be delighted if it wins, but also it will feel a little bit like, you know, a, perhaps a smaller movie that could have won and been as equally delightful of a surprise was robbed of a chance by this like very uh, well-funded uh, behemoth of a movie that had a lot of hands in it and a lot of money in it. But um, I, like I said, I think it's a it's it's kind of a miracle that it works as well as it does when you have so many moving pieces and so many people seemingly giving wanting this movie to do well. And, some you know, as we know, a lot of times too much meddling dilutes the thing. And in this case, it actually, you know, the I love to say the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, but it feels like so many of the parts as well are working so well. Um, it's. I don't know to the question like I'll cheat and slightly say like to the question of does it deserve to win beyond do I do I how would I feel if it won I could kind of say yes and no but I I will say 49% yes 51% no I do th I mean you know you know taking a, a, that there are like some I think I've talked about how I feel like uh, everything ever all at once is like a movie that like nothing else is like it and so it would be quite extraordinary for it to win and be like a really powerful moment but there also is like this thing like you could get you could finish the night with tom cruise on stage and that feels like <laughs> like big for the oscars you know that's all i'm gonna say i mean uh, yeah i mean i guess is he going he has to go right because if this movie wins he's like he, he produced uh, it right he's so. gonna he's gonna buzz the 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 dolby theater oh okay you know he would rich you know he yeah, would. totally would. i love when he buzzes the tower of the aircraft carrier at the yeah. End. Like, yeah yeah all right nice job nice job um no i have it i think i have it like fifth in terms of what i think could win i think that I, i've said this before i have everything ever all at once uh in first i have sort of like the fablemans and banshees next then I have Tar, and then I have Top Gun Maverick. That's sort of like what I, and so like, it's top five. It could win. It could Where's win. Where's Elvis, Grace? 
Uh, Elvis, did I get nominated? Did sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies to the oh, our yeah, Elvis yeah. heads out there. The all, Elvis. The apologists. I love Elvis Presley. I don't know how much I. Yes, I love Elvis. right. We were talking about the movie in quotes, Elvis. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we shall see. One more movie to go tomorrow. We'll be chatting about the Fablemans, and then it's time for the Oscars. Rich, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the invite. I know that uh, I've been on my John Ham bender talking about Mad Men to you guys offline for the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. And so it was a real delight uh, to have like some motivation to go finally watch this and uh, to talk to you both about it. Yeah. Um, uh, what else you got going on, Rich? Uh, all kinds of stuff. I'm talking about Dark with both of you. We're doing our Dark Rewatch podcast, which is very, very fun. Uh, the Mandalorian is back, so we're back in a galaxy far, far away. I'm recapping that every week right after the episodes air with Mike Bloom, and then later in the week we're doing a feedback show. Myself, Fitzy, Latanya Starks. Of course, I'm streaming Dungeons & Dragons over at twitch.tv slash Philly. And if you want to catch me running some D&D here at PSR, there is post-show role-playing games, PSRPGs, uh, where we're prepping for our last of us one shot so a bunch of fun stuff you can find me on twitter at dm philly and my dms are open if you want to uh come for me about my terrible uh top gun takes <laughs> no uh all right we'll be back tomorrow uh i'm on twitter at hi from grace ariel where can people find you i am also on twitter at that other ariel we'll be back tomorrow with our final daily oscar until then i'm grace that's ariel and we are pushing Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.